All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. All right, back here on the sports grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spit of the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's Get a Dose, and we are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. 877-37-GRIND is your number. So, yes, NCA President Charlie Baker is continuing to push uh, lawmakers to pass a legislation in regards to trying to put a control on this NIL situation. And the whole point of me bringing this up is begin again. And I've been consistent and I talk about it when it comes to the NFL. And, you know, we just talked about it about a week or two ago about, you know, there's a group, you know, uh, DA like in the city of New York in California who has subpoenaed people from the NFL front office in regards to their discrimination and sexist behavior and stuff like that. Not a particular team, not a particular player, not a particular coach. They're subpoenaing sending a subpoena to the NFL, New York and L.A. And I've said this before um, when we talked about this a week ago. We're getting into some slippery slopes in this country when it comes down to and we've been down this trajectory. We have. It's just it's basically like come home to roost. But we've the money in politics and the money that's been influenced for people that are D.A.'s, judges, what have you to go and throw at legislators and stuff to get stuff done or get people in jail or to do whatever is it's scary thing and to me this to me is like that's why i don't want and i've always said this i've said this for over a decade i've never really felt comfortable with the government and the legislations and politicians getting involved even going back to the steroid situation with baseball it's like these are multi now these are multi billion dollar corporations and businesses. NFL, NBA, MLB are multi billion dollar industries. You've some of this stuff you've got to police in yourself. And I think this NIL situation, it's like, look, I understand why the NCAA, I don't know why they just don't come out and say it. I mean, I understand why the NCAA pushed this stuff out without actually you know, their due diligence of thinking the pros and cons of how this could change or what they would do. They did this because of the pressure of the Ed O'Bannons of the world, the one that kept telling them they were staying in court in L.A. and staying in court about likenesses and, you know, um, college athletes rights and the money that's made. So finally, you'd be like, you know what, man? Emmert and the boys, screw it, man. Let's come out with an NIL. Let them go and make the money. Let them do that. We'll figure it out later. Now that the horse is out of the barn, And you got coaches such as Nick Saban, guys that got big voice say, hey, man, honestly, you know, it's it's we don't have a problem with them getting advantage or taking advantage of their likeness or making the money. But where where, what's the regulations? This wasn't supposed to be meaning to help in recruiting. This is the NCAA fault. I know why they did it. I know why they rushed it out. But at the same time, it's their job to clean it up and try to figure out how to do it. And honestly, I don't I think it's too late. It doesn't matter. By the time they figure this out, the NCA is not going to be what we know it. It's not. We're going to have super conferences with college, like Jonas been saying, is borderline going to be farm systems where he views college football now. It's a full grown business. But I don't need, with all the problems that's going on in this country, and really in the world, but especially in our backyard in this country, 
crime. Like, like, no, nah, man, tell Ted Cruz and them guys, push them for legislation in regards to figure out what we're going to do about these mass shootings. What are we going to do about these automatic weapons on the street? Instead, of everybody think, oh, they're taking our guns away. They're doing it. No, nah, man, what are we going to do about that? Have them put their attention in that in regards to before you getting them to say, hey, man, we we can't control this, man. We got kids driving Ferraris. We got young girls that don't want to go to WNBA because they're making more money in college. We've got coaches complaining because they're the alumni are recruiting. They're part of the recruiting. Now, hey, man, sorry. Figure it out. We don't need politicians taking time up to come police sports, amateur sports at that. And, you know, and it always takes two to tango because you got people like Ted Cruz and guys like that. Oh, they'll take it up. Why? Because they're going to get on camera. They're going to have cameras in the in, in Capitol Hill and while they, while they don't know a damn thing pretty much about college sports, they'll be sitting there, well, you didn't know this? You didn't know this was going to happen? Well, I'm asking you. And why I tell this, let me tell you, it's in, Constitu it's in the Constitution, Article 3. That's all Ted Cruz does. I don't need God. And he's named in this. Oh, we're going to look at Ted Cruz. Man, stop it. Stop it. Tie be all tight, shirt be all tucked in, walking around. Ted, oh. let let they gotta figure it out, man. I don't the bottom, the moral of this segment and the moral to this rant is we need to stop. We we've got too much problems going on in this country to sit there and have our legislature really hear stuff like this on Capitol Hill about young college kids getting money from corporate sponsors. Come on, man. What's up? For anybody unfamiliar with what's really what they're really pushing for uh, through Sports Illustrated, the NCAA is seeking a college athlete bill that uh, would would effectively do three things: a provide a national and uh, name, image, and likeness standard, uh, preempting state laws because that's where it's being handled right now. Everything is at the state level. They don't want uh, because that kind of creates disparity between different programs and how, how what their you know what state rules mean. They want something a little bit more standardized. Uh, two would deem college athletes as students and not employees. Um, and three offers protections from legal challenges so the NCAA can create more rules around NIL. So those are the three things that they're looking for in this bill for anybody who's unfamiliar maybe with what it is Mr. Baker is, um, you know, kind of petitioning. Again, they, the want, they want legislation to come in and help them control the NIL deals. Correct. That's all they want to do. So and these are so, the three areas right. in which, uh, which they're looking to accomplish and, and, and it's ridiculous. It's dumb. It's dumb. Handle it in your house. Like, get the big dogs, get Nick Saban. Get Kirby Smart, get uh, Brian Kelly, get on stuff with, uh, with right. the Alabama legislature. Th that's anyway. fine, but get them in the NCAA. Let them; they can figure it out. These guys are making eight to ten million dollars a year. Brian Kelly got a hundred million dollars to go change his accent, like he was born in Louisiana to coach LSU. These guys are making it. I love y'all. Know I love college football. I love the sport. I do it. I, I mean, I talk sports for a living. But come on, man. You don't think every school should have it, but. You love every it. every school. No, I just don't think every school should be going in debt to try to keep up with the Joneses and keep a program. That's what I feel. No, I don't. Not everybody can run a Fortune 500 company. You can be an entrepreneur and a CEO, but don't mean you can run. You ever gonna have a Fortune 500 company? 
I mean, so no, I don't believe you're right. I don't believe every college program university needs to have division one football and try to sit there. How are we going to call, call Joe up? See if we can get a donation. Cause we need to pay for it. These coaches are going for three, $4 million a year. No, not if you scrap them all, dude, then just go ahead. Hey, everybody that wants to have a dream to play college football, then go find another universe because you can't. Any other industry, if you can't cut it, you get out. You just get out. And I feel the same way since college football is a big business. You shouldn't have the Alabama Birmingham. You shouldn't have their program shutting down for a year or two, then coming back because they just could, they were operating millions of dollars in the red. I don't understand why anybody can't get that. That's common sense. So the point of it is, is that, no, I know what it is. And I know you're letting people know what the, the bottom line is. They are running. They want help. A fight then broke out and they calling for backup. That's all it is. And it's over college athletes getting paid, which should have probably happened a long time ago when you're giving out billion dollar contracts to tv networks and nca like i said one of the biggest hustles and scams that i've ever come across to in the last 10 years is finding out things like the tostitos bowl uh the doritos bowl or whatever all these bowl games orange bowl all these games operate as non-profit organizations do you know what that means that means you are tax exempt. You don't pay taxes. Now, if you go do the research on how much the Orange Bowl and the Tostitos Bowl, how much they generate, and knowing that they're allowed to operate and say they're nonprofit, that is a scam. But half America was so shocked when they, oh, Trump doesn't pay taxes. What the hell is that from? Where the hell y'all been? I know a lot of y'all get W-9s and stuff, but you ought to understand people that got LLCs and companies like that to do that, that's what they do. They didn't write the rules. I said that about Trump. Why are y'all getting mad? I know there was a lot of people that looked like him that was there at that table when they wrote the Constitution, but he wasn't alive. He didn't do it. He just taking advantage of it. Listen, again, let me repeat that. Bowl games are basically allowed to operate as nonprofit organizations. Come on. Come on. It's a joke. And now they're running to legislation. We've got other problems, man. We got mass shootings like they're car wrecks. We got murders in the state of Texas happening broad daylight, even in basically in, in the 210 where I stay. We got like 15, we got like what? 14, 1500 state troopers. Or excuse me, not state troopers, but basically um, arm, U.S. Army official troopers going down to the border. Trying to control, you, you know, immigrant. We've got a lot of stuff going on. And then they want to go ahead and people in power like that want to go ahead and push. To have this in the hands of lawmakers like they don't have nothing else to do. Like, Ted Cruz don't have nothing else to do, man. Come on, man. We got to do better. Come on. Before we leave the college scene and get into this NFL schedule, speaking of this, because it all goes insane, Georgia, the University of Georgia, the Bulldogs, two-time defending champs, Kirby Smart, they have declined the invitation to go to the White House. They say... It's because of scheduling problems. Uh, 
I'm gonna laugh at what I'm gonna laugh like I did with Matthew Arena when he said Lakers in five. Uh, yeah, okay. It's scheduling problems. Get out of here. Stop it. Just go ahead and say. I mean, to me, and this started like we didn't even know. Like nothing. There was no record of anybody, and if it was, it was behind the scene. But nothing was being reported about teams, college teams, NFL teams. Baseball teams, there was nothing documented about championship teams going to the White House, declining invitations to the White House until Trump got in the White House. First of all, Ronald Reagan's ass is the one that started this stuff back in the 80s. While he was running Contra, too, but that's the best, that's the most celebrate one of the most celebrated presidents we we celebrate. I gotta hear about Ace. Oh, that's a good president. No, well, you were first of all, you were three years old when he was president. You don't even know. He's the one that started it because the Washington football team won the basically the, 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 the Super Bowl. He invited him to the White House. They were, from there, it went on. And it was a tradition. Now, when Obama's ass got in the White House, he put the, re, he put the PD to remix on it. Obama was fighting everybody. Obama was collecting jerseys, man. He had like a lacrosse team. He had everybody showing up to the White House. He was just a sports nut. But Kirby, Georgia, come on, man. The state and everything, don't tell me this is about scheduling. You don't like the policies of old Uncle Joey. And that's just where everybody else is. Hell, even the people that voted for Joey don't really like what Joey's doing. Now, it's so bad with Joe. We reporting on the, the, guy, the man's diet. I was watching news last night. They said, you know, the people at Hanover was telling me Joe eats too much ice cream. They think this is what. I'm like, that man is 70 years old. Whatever his diet is, it's too late now, buddy. It's too late. Like, they got him on it. They think this is the reason why Joe's spazzing out. Like, maybe we change his diet. Nah, man. Maybe if you, maybe he's just too old. Maybe we need to have an age. Maybe we need to get legislation together and say there need to be an age cap you need to have before you can run this damn country. Instead of worry about how much Tyrone and Susie and Becky's getting from their local car dealership or Nike. Telling me there's a scheduling problem. No, man, y'all just don't, y'all ain't messing with, y'all don't want to go. The people that makes this decision, Kirby, the AD, y'all don't want to be at the White House. That's simple as that. Just put a name on it. Because when people were declining to go with Trump, they would tell you, hey, we don't accept their policies. Golden State turned it down. Everybody, this was a thing when Trump got it, like, we're not going. Now the fact that Joe, no, man, that's what it is. Don't tell me nothing about no scheduling. State of Georgia. You know, we went through this whole thing, possibly voter fraud. Oh, this was rigged because the voters, this Georgia is resting. No. There's a little residue of Stacey Abrams basically flipping that thing down there a few years ago to that blue. She almost had that whole state say, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get out of Magic City. Hey, Jeezy, come on over here, Luda. Hey, I know you. Get out of Magic City and get some of these guys to come vote. That's what this is. This is the residue of really what's going on when you talk about between the hedges of Georgia. Oh, we just scheduling. Man, stop it. I saw this on you. I'm like, really? And I love Kirby, man. He's family. Nick gave him the answers to the test. Why do you think he's on a miniature dynasty bill right now in Georgia? Got everybody named Mama Shiggy. They got the whole Eagles, got their whole damn defense in the last two years. He's doing his thing. But don't sit there and tell me, don't feed me this garbage. Oh, it's scheduling. That's why we're no good. No, put a name on it. Just say we ain't down. We don't like the way the country is right now. We ain't going to the White House. That's what Steve Kerr and Golden State did. That's what a lot of other teams, the WNBA team did it. A lot of people did it. This is a thing that started. 
The CNN coverage of the story uh, points out as well that Georgia didn't go last year and Alabama didn't go the year before. Um, last team, last football team uh, to go to the White House was January of 2020 before the world shut down um, when the LSU Tigers and, and Joe Cool went there. Uh, and, and now you kind of wonder, you, this is three years without doing so? Is the tradition lost? Because you can go so long. Okay, one. It's kind of like going to the to to, to the cousins for a holiday, uh-huh. right? One year it's just like, oh, it was a scheduling inconvenience. The next year it's like, oh, well, we didn't go last year. And then the year, the next year it's like, well, we haven't been in a couple of years. I think it's just kind of done. No, what it is is that everybody's got a political stance right now. Whether it's whether it's about social justice, whether it's about gender, whether it's about economics, whether it's about gun control. If you are in sports or you whatever, everybody's got to take a stand. So that's the reason why we're absent, and you probably that'll probably be the death of it. <laughs> but if you go look at Obama's office or his home office, jerseys from everywhere, man. For the eight years that brother was in there, everything. And it was tradition. Hey, we'll get collected jersey. We're going to play five and five on, on the back. Who got next? Shirts and skids. That was Obama. Just probably ran and do. But this, stop lying, Kirby. Stop it. Cut it out. This is the Stacey Abrams kickback. Listen to the sports grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's. Get a dose. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail. Like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients. Just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang. Always bold, always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Torch flaming, we burn so sweet. The thrill of victory, the agony defeat. We crush slow, flaming deluxe slow. Poor judgment day cometh. Conquer is war. All right, back here on the sports grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. Today's show was presented by Dosecchi's. Get a dose. We have been broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky online studios. 
And this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that is Zing Zang. All right, make sure you try out all their pre-made alcoholic drinks. They come in different flavors, or you can just stick to the original mix and add your own favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right couple things before we get out of here got off the meat and potatoes of what i wanted to really touch on today made sure it wasn't gonna be no didn't make i made sure i wasn't gonna parlay those takes till tomorrow you know really like i said the one legislature with the nil that should have been in yesterday but we didn't get a chance to get that going so let's transition to the nfl because i think the nfl will take up besides the nba playoffs will take up a little bit more of the show tomorrow in regards to once we get the official schedules out and released. But we've got some things that have been leaked in regards to um, the NFL schedule. I said in the top of the show, in the top of the first hour, that uh, we know the games in Germany. Okay. Now, what are the teams are going to and what are the games, Jonas, um, that are going to be taking place over in Munich, Germany. Keep in mind, last year was the first time going over to Germany. It was a great atmosphere. It was Tampa Bay. Who was it? The Bucks and who else went over there? I know it was Tom, and I forgot who they played already over there. Was that the Seahawks game? Was that Seattle? It could have been. Could have been. Um, but it was an electric atmosphere. Y- y'all know how I feel about this. It's no, I'm I'm out of rants today. I'm at my rant limit. So y'all know how I feel about <laughs> playing abroad. Uh, and overseas and stuff. Uh, but, yes, so what are the teams this year that are heading to uh, Germany? Uh, so October 1st is going to be our first international game of the schedule, and they're going to get a doozy of the Jaguars and the Falcons. Um, now, the Jaguars are going to just stay over there, uh, I would assume. I can't imagine that ownership is going to fly Were you being them. sarcastic when you said that? Like, they're going to get a doozy. They're getting Atlanta and Jacksonville. Were you being smart? Like, yeah, kind being kind of smart on that one, yeah. Well, that, that, I mean, that one's not a great way to start, in my opinion. But follow it up on the 8th. And like I said, the Jags probably going to stay over there for that week and uh, take on the Buffalo Bills on October 8th uh, at Tottenham uh, Hotspur Stadium. Then they got the Titans and the Ravens. In um, October, uh, the following week there. Then Germany is going to get two great matchups. You know, if you're talking about getting into Germany's market, uh, Dolphins and Chiefs and Colts and Patriots in November. Dolphins and so Dolphins versus Chiefs. Uh huh. On November now, 5th. Now, now, you see, I mean, come on, man. Uh, again, and, and I know they probably change out who does the scheduling and all that. Why are you going to rob the states, either Miami or Florida or the city of Kansas City? Why are you going to rob them of the Tyreek Hill returns or plays his ex-team Kansas City? Out of all the talk that, you know, Tyreek did this time, oh, hey, man, Tua's ball is kind of accurate more than Patrick. Oh, yeah, I think we're – and the NFL that thinks this is a good deal, okay, to give Germany, Kansas City versus that, you know, look, I don't have a dog in that race because I've already told you one of those teams are already starting to get on my nerves already. I mean, it's to that point. I've been patient, but like it's, it's, it's old already. So Kansas City and Miami, 
If I'm a fan, especially a season ticket holder, I'm livid with that. Like you're like that's a storyline for Tyreek Hill versus his former team for the first time, and we give it to Germany. I mean, we helped them break. The, I mean, damn, what else do we got to do to Germany? We helped them break down the Berlin Wall and everything else. We speaking of Ray, or Ray, tell Gorbachev to take down that wall. They keep running. No, nah, man, tell about that contraband you were running down from contraband and cokes and all that kind of stuff you get. Let's talk about that. But that's the clip we play. Tell Gorbachev to take down that wall. We did that. And we giving them Kansas City and the Dolphins and Tyre, and we're giving that to Germany. And what in what week is that? Uh, that's going to be November fifth. So <laughs> doing a little bit of mental math here, it's going to be week nine ish. I mean, come on, man. Like, do we have to do? I mean, that's because in Arnold Schwarzenegger from Germany, and when he from Germany, Arnold, uh, I think uh, Austria specifically, but really, are you sure about that? I thought he was uh, from I Germany. Said, I think Austria specifically. I'll confirm that. I'm like, are we paying back for Arnold for them giving us Arnold? I mean, I mean, what are we doing? And I can't believe everybody's okay with this. You know what? But credit to Mookie Betts. Switching the subject. He's I watched, from Austria. He's from Austria. I thought he was German. My bad. Okay. I'm, are we paying him back for Mr. Clemson? For what he's done for the U.S. when he was our national uh, soccer coach? I mean, what, what is the point of giving them Tyreek Hill and the Miami Dolphins? And the Miami Dolphins have a legit shot to win the AFC East. We know what Kansas City's about. They're the defending champions. They won two Super Bowls out of the last out of the last three seasons. They have the best quarterback in the league. They have the face of the league in Patrick Mahomes. And we're giving Germany Tyreek Hill. Like, if you want to send both of those teams over there, fine. Make them play somebody else. Don't give if I'm a Kansas City ticket holder or Miami, I am pissed. That is ridiculous, man. And, and credit to Mookie Betts because, you know, I was watching baseball. They played this past Sunday, the Dodgers and the Padres. And after the game, he was saying, hey, you know, next year, I thought, well, where, are they, where are they going? I don't know if it was China. Somewhere they're going to play a record. And they and asked Mookie, like, you know about that? He goes, I didn't know about that. He goes, I don't know how I feel about that, though. That's a long trip. I don't know how they felt. I said, thank you, Mookie. Keep going. Keep going. I'm out of rants today. You better be glad we saved this segment for the last because that would have told that would have we'd have lost the show on that. That's ridiculous, man. Well, no, the the last international game on the schedule is Colts and Patriots on November twelfth in Germany. Well, they so, didn't have that. I, I mean, because I, first of all, the Patriots. I get to this situation. The Colts. I mean, and that's what date is that game? Uh, November twelfth. So you you're making a good first impression in Germany. With that Dolphins and Chiefs game. We made a first impression with them last year when we gave them Tom Brady on his way out. They got to see the GOAT in his final oh, season, and I guess whether they played Seattle or not. That's right, that's right, yeah. What are you, what are you talking about the first? So why, why don't you just give them half the AFC East, Jonas? Since you're, since you're getting down, well, well, we want to make a first impression. Well, we made get, a first impression last half year. The first, uh, half the AFC East. They're getting the Dolphins and the Patriots. Well, don't. Just give them the whole division. Let's just say that division of the <laughs> South are going to play all their games in Munich, Germany. I don't even know if it's in Munich. It's in Germany. That's ridiculous. Uh, both are in Frankfurt. Frankfurt, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
That's ridiculous, man. And, and you know what? What's crazy about that? When is that Colts Patriots? Uh, November twelfth. So November the twelfth, Anthony Richardson, the brother, can making his first debut start over in Germany. How ironic could that be? If you don't start the season, which I'm thinking everything I'm hearing for, like I said, the Colts are like that kid that got that Christmas tree under the, you know, it's, it's, it's Ralphie and the Red Rider BB gun. You know, they can't wait to get their hands on it. But what they need to hear is like, hey, you shoot your eye out, kid, because if Steichen ain't that guy, you shoot your eye out, kid. They like Ralphie, can't wait to get their hands on his brother. That could be his first start. If you don't, like, just say if things are going around, Minshew, then I, hey, we're going to start him. What week is that? Uh, again, mental math here. Uh, just ballpark it. It's going to be around week 10-ish. Oh, come on, man. So we're going to give him the, we're possibly going to give him the fourth overall pick of the draft. We're going to let his first start be overseas in Germany. Well, that would be unstaking if you allowed that to happen. Well, I think that might be the smart thing. It don't sound like it's going to happen. It's a chance, like I said. I, Me personally, I'm going to put Stroud at a little out there so-so. Young is the only guy that should be starting week one, in my opinion, out of this class. They all should sit some. But, again, it's that toy you can't wait. I mean, when you go through Phillip Rivers at the end of his year when he's, uh, you know, collecting Social Security, and then you go to basically um, – you know, well, Matt Ryan, who's leaning on Jesus. I guess when you get something like Anthony, hey, put him in there. Okay. Get Carson in there, too. Okay. Uh, other games that we do know about, uh, Calvin, um, we know that the uh, we know that the Giants and the Eagles are going to play on Christmas. Giants-Eagles on Christmas. And that's okay. Giants at Eagles at the link. There's a good New Year's Eve game that came across my radar. Yes, sir. The New Year's Eve is going to be a a, a matchup the a, of the AFC Championship there you game go. this last year. Bengals at Chiefs. There you go. It's another one in Arrowhead. We sure we don't want to give that to London? Let's not forget about them. You know, they just went through this whole thing with uh, their Prince hair, whatever the hell they just did over this week, which I still don't understand. I understand what Prince Diana meant. I still don't understand why we are so, you know, obsessed with their culture over there. In regards to where we got to pay attention. I mean, you sure we don't want to give that to London? <laughs> Go ahead. And, and skipped over one there. Uh, your boy Bezos. Uh, this year, his first Black Friday game. While you're doing your shopping on the computer. Uh, Dolphins at Jets. So Aaron Rodgers' first primetime game. Uh, that we know of so far. Uh, he's guaranteed to be playing on Black Friday. Well, I think this whole delay of schedule had everything to do with Aaron Rodgers in New York to figure out how they were going to do this, what kind of storylines they were going to do. Um, yes, Jeff Bezos is my guy, but they've got to get this production better on Amazon. They've got to. The lag and everything else. And I know that I'm hearing that that's some of the things YouTube is trying to tweet. Why? Well, because you got live betting and sports betting because I've already heard some of my sources. They're trying to worry about that. But that's the pressure of all this streaming. But the young millennials and the young bucks tell me that's where we're heading. But yeah, there's also glitches in that. I like Bezos, but that production was horrible. And I just hope that he's a goat. He's a legend. He's one of the goats. He's a legend. But I hope Al Michael shows up in 2023 with a better attitude. For making 14 million. There's a lot of things I could sit through a lot worse making 14 million that I could stomach. I've had to sit through a lot of other bull crap that I wasn't making 14 million dollars from that. Al Michaels got paid 14 million dollars to rip Amazon every Thursday. If I'm Bezos, that's not something my president, I'm calling you. Like I want the jet to come and say, Mike, Al, 
Let's go back to some of these schedules on NBC of how bad. Let's go. Let's sit through these blowout games. It would be like a coach. I'd have to go back to film and we're going to sit. Tell me these blowouts. Why weren't you complaining then, Al? So I hope Al shows up with a better attitude, but they've got to get that production better on Amazon. That was horrible. That's like the only thing I think Amazon that has touched that hasn't really turned out like excellent, you know, revealing it out. So I don't know. So. So we've got Black Friday. That's just greed. I think that New Year's Eve is tasty because, again, when you get older, I mean, New Year's Eve, I'm not out anyway. You know, I mean, so that's a that's that's something to look forward to. Well, somewhat. Um, I mean, these are two teams. You go that late in the year. You might be able to presume that they've got their division on lock. I mean, the worst case scenario is that uh, North, the AFC North and the AFC uh, West are figured out. Um, they've, all, there's no tight battle for positioning in the overall standings, and you end up getting a battle backup uh, or a battle of the backups. Well, that late in the season, we'll see. I, I know that uh, Kansas City Rob messaged me saying that he had heard back at home that he's that there's rumors of saying that opening Thursday night game might be Kansas City. And they're thinking about one of the lines that could be is basically make it against Denver because of the whole Sean Payton thing. And I said, you know, I told Rob, first of all, I'm not down with that. There's two reasons. One, I don't want that matchup to open. Let that new system get lathered up first. Let me get that. First of all, last year they waited to like the last month of the season where they played twice in the last month. I don't want that Kansas City matchup any earlier than like week six to eight. Number two, Denver don't, I don't care if Sean Payton's in the house or not. They don't deserve to be opening up against the defending champs based off of what they displayed on national television. They have no they, they have no business being Kansas City's opponent Thursday. Now, I'm a big you know believer in what Sean's got going. But you know me, I stay consistent, whether it's a team I've got interest in for. You got to earn that. Like I told you, you got to earn that right. Well, let me tell you something. Last night at that Nuggets game. When they kept panning over and showing Sean and Russ there, there's two things that stood out to me. Number one, I'm like, hey, that's good building. But the thing that stood out to me, not Sean and Russ, it was who's sitting on the third slot right next to him, Tim Patrick. I said, oh, yeah, that's the guy that that guy had the chemistry with that's coming back. But Sean's over there. I said, good offseason. But you know who wasn't there? Sierra. All them Denver games last year, Russ was showing up. It was Sierra was right there. Oh, Sierra. No, she wasn't there. I don't think of it. I don't know if Russ, Russ probably only seen Sierra with their kid's birthday a couple weeks ago. I said, look at that. Sean just, and, 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 but see, that's the difference. You see Sean at Pelican's game? No. But when you come to an organization, a stored organization like Colorado, Denver, you're going to be on news. They go, oh, Sean Payton in there. Grant Hill couldn't even stop talking about it. But I said, that guy, Tim Patrick, that's sitting right there. I like that. Get joined at the hip. Yeah, I don't want that matchup. Oh, get, wait till week eight to get that going. They don't deserve to be on prime time. Who would be a good, uh, let me see. If Kansas City's going to open that Thursday, hmm, you would have to tell me who's all on Kansas City's schedule this year, but I'm trying to think who would be a good matchup. Do they play the Bills again in the regular season? That's one of those that I think the league's going to do us like they did Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. They should force us. They, they should be force-feeding that Kansas City, that Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes regular season matchup every year while they're in their prime. Are they on the schedule this year with each other? Uh, they are. Um, there you go. You've, I mean, you've got, uh, looking at the Chiefs' schedule here, uh, Broncos, of course, Chargers, Raiders, but Bills, Bengals, uh, Dolphins, Bears, Lions, Eagles, those are all going to be home games for the Chiefs. And then um, outside of division, uh, Jaguars, Patriots, Jets, 
Packers, and Vikings. So Bills is a home game for Arrowhead? It, it's a okay. home game. They get, they, get, they get Bills and Bengals okay. both at home. And you said Philly's a home game too, right? It is. Let's not get cute, scheduling department, okay? Or I might have just like with the, just like that typo of that site that Jonas spent a whole weekend just typing to let them know they missed they they basically messed up in some of their stats. I'll have Jonas write the damn schedule department. Let's not get cute. That's either give them Philly and Kansas City to open up the rematch of the Super Bowl on Thursday, or you give them Bills in Kansas City. That's what it should be. Since we're in this whole thing that the defending champs open up and kick off that Thursday. Back-to-back games in London for the first time, or a team playing back-to-back games in London for the first time, and we are giving Germany, Germany, not our neighbors, Mexico, okay? Not Canada. We're giving Germany Tyreek Hill versus former team. Tell Gorbachev to take down that wall. I mean, come on, man. Why? Also, sticking to NFL, let me tell you this. I, I've, I've, I've kind of been putting, that, putting this out here about how I feel about this in this particular organization of where they're at as we wind down today's show. Uh, also, what came down my radar, John Wolford. Does he ring a bell to anybody? Probably not. Not even fantasy football people. Former AAF quarterback. Okay. San Diego Bucks, Fleet, I think. The Bucks have signed him to back up Baker Mayfield. Let me listen to this quarterback room in Tampa this year. Kyle Trask, Baker Mayfield, and John Wolford. I told you, Tampa Bay is on the clock now in the top two or three for Caleb Williams out of USC. Tampa Bay is, look at this in that quarterback room. Who's even being serious in that room? They're going to be playing spades in that room. I mean, come on, where's the leadership in this room? And not only that, I'm going to give you a hot take on the way out. The team to watch out for that I'm hearing rumors that might be tanking for Caleb Williams, the team that's right down the road that plays from Coliseum, the Rams. We'll get more into that tomorrow. All right, man, that is a wrap for today. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark, San Antonio, El Paso, Lubbock, Abilene, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you, hit the snooze button before you roll out the rack, just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See you tomorrow. When life sounds too much like this, it's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York.
Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, child. Cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here.